0: Yo, welcome to the Revealed Rob show. I am, of course, your host, Revealed Rob, coming at you with all of the news this week, man. This is a news-heavy episode, man. I might review something, you know, it's in the name. I'll throw a little review here or there, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I never know what I'm doing The show. I'll just talk. But I hope all of you out there are having a fantastic time as you're listening to this show. I know I am uh, doing pretty good, man, except for that little voice crack there. That was, that was interesting. I haven't had one of those in a while. Must be around that time. was a torrential downpour all day today, so I wouldn't be surprised if I get a little bug from all that nonsense that happened. But, um, I had a pretty good day, man. Hung out with my brother, did a little fantasy football drafting. One of the leaks got another leak coming up. Uh, they got a drive four. Um watch some Monday Night Raw. That was a good time. Always a good time hanging out with my brother. Speaking of my brother and my brothers here and my sister in the uh throw me podcast network family, man. Give us a like, give us a subscribe, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, man. Uh, there's a TikTok out there as well. Uh just give us a like, follow, subscribe, share with your friends, all that good stuff for all kinds of awesome content from trailer reactions to podcast to freaking video game plays you know any and everything in between man good stuff going on over there on the throw me podcast networks pages you know we truly appreciate you taking the time to listen to all of our shows the metal groove which has a brand new episode out now where my brother does a top 10 of the foo fighter songs man good list there check it out uh, Foo Fighters uh, tribute concert coming up this weekend for the late, great Taylor Hawkins. going to be on Paramount+. Plus. I believe it's on some of the MTV networks. Be sure to check that out. Uh, check out my brother's episode of the Metal Group Podcast. we got a Haunters Podcast episode on the way, maybe even out now, um, where they're doing the hype list and all that good stuff over there for Halloween Horror Nights, which officially starts this week, man. Halloween Horror Nights. HHN 31. 31 years of terror uh, begins this week. Friday, right? This weekend. Yeah. And then uh, we've got Mr. Wonderful Show on deck, man. That's coming up uh, after my show. So be sure to, again, like, subscribe, follow, get the notifications, hit that little dingy bell thingy to let you know when all the new episodes come out. And and appreciation and a show of appreciation from us to all of you lovely people. Check this awesomeness out, man. Uh, Amazon. Amazon has this thing called Amazon Music Unlimited. Go over there. You can get uh, three months of the Amazon Music Unlimited for free, babies. Three months, man, not one month, not two months, three. One, two, three. You knocked them down when you finish your move, you pinned it, you got the three count, you got Amazon Music Unlimited for three months free when you go to amazon.com, excuse me, amazonmusic.com slash pod. That is amazonmusic.com slash H-A-U-N-T-E-R-S-P-O-D. AmazonMusic.com, Hunter's Pod, like haunters podcast, man, like on the show, and don't forget to check out Improper Guidance, another fantastic show on the Thrill Me Podcast Network. That is the show with uh, Zach from Hunter's Pod and freaking Justin, man, doing great stuff over there, having some good time, giving you some improper guidance uh and be sure to go over there leave some comments let justin know he's doing a fantastic job because he is good stuff all around on the throw me podcast network i'm not just saying that because i'm a part of it man i am very very honored and happy to be a part of this amazing network with such amazing people uh so let's go ahead and move forward you know what I'm gonna uh kick off into a review why not i've watched a couple things since the last time we talked here i watched killer clowns from outer space i want to check that movie out Again, I've obviously seen it before, uh, I wanted to check it out again, Want to check it out really bad, again after the uh, announcement of the Killer Clowns from Outer Space video game, dude, like, awesome, cool, I'm, in, I'm into it, I'm excited, Um, can't wait to check out what they do there, like that could just be an absolute knockdown, drag out, good time, fun there. Uh, so I wanted to check out the movie again. Still had a great time. I mean, it's 80s cheese ball corniness, but so good. <laughs> so good, so amazing, and such an awesome soundtrack. So, you know, quick review of that. If you're into 80s uh, movies, especially 80s horror movies and the campiness and the goofiness of it all, Killer Class from Outer Space is definitely for you. And then I checked out a movie from uh, my childhood, man. A movie I haven't seen in a long, long, long freaking time. A movie by the name of Grumpy Old Men, which, you know, watching it, Uh, last night, should not have been watching that movie when I was younger, but didn't really have any, uh, limitations when it came to entertainment, I guess. Um, but, again, it was like, it was a good time. Uh, You know, I really enjoyed watching that movie again, had a great time, laughed, uh, just like I'm sure I laughed when I was a kid. Just, you know, absolute blast. Two friends who, you know, grow old with each other and always grumpy around each other and everything, and then, you know, stuff happens around them and all that stuff. Very fun movie from the 90s, so definitely... Check that out if you got the time. I watched it on um, HBO Max. So, give it a check out. There was a sequel, uh, Grumpier Old Man as well. I don't think that was on HBO Max though, for some reason. But, the review for this episode, I'm not going to play any audio, man. I'm going to do you one better. You know that stuff I was telling you to check out, hit, you know, like, subscribe, share with your friends, all that, the YouTube page. On the YouTube page, I have a uh, trailer reaction to what I'm going to review here. So, Go over there and you can check out me reacting to the trailer for Beavis and Butthead, the new Beavis and Butthead series that is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Man, what a uh, day and age we live in with all these streaming services. So, I remember when Paramount Plus came around and they announced all the stuff that was going to be there, and they announced, hey, old classic episodes of Beavis and Butthead. I'm like, oh, that's freaking awesome. That's cool, dude. Like, I can go back and watch the Beavis and Butthead stuff because I haven't seen it in a long time. And I grew up. Watching Beavis and Butthead, right? Again, something else I probably should not have been watching when I was younger, but hey, I was watching it. I was into it, man. I loved it. I remember seeing the movie in Myrtle Beach, like rented it in a hotel. Um, that was the thing. So watched uh, Beavis and Butthead do America. Watched that movie in, uh, in again, in a hotel with my friends. And just loved Beavis and ButtHead growing up from the show to that movie to the video game. Yes, they had a video game, which I think was actually kind of hard. Um, those old Sega games, man, let me tell you. Uh, I believe it's was Sega, Sega, right? Yeah. I um, had a great time with that. Loved Beavis and butt growing up. So when Paramount Plus came around, they announced that. I'm like, cool, man. And then they did the movie, uh, Beavis and ButtHead Do the Universe, which I reviewed. And then they said they were going to do a new show. Uh, and I'm like, heck, freaking yeah, man. This is awesome. We're going to get some Beavis and Butthead. And for the people who don't know about Beavis and Butthead, like, Beavis and Butthead was the groundwork. You know, if it wasn't for Beavis and Butthead, you probably would have never got a King of the Hill or a South Park or a Family Guy or anything like that, man. Beavis and Butthead was the groundwork before these shows came around. And it was like before its time and people hated it and they are trying to get it off the air and all that stuff. And, of course, you know, now you can put pretty much anything on TV. So it was a blast from the past and I was just, it was, you know, I was excited to check it out, man. I was excited when they announced the show and of course that trailer, you can see my reaction to the trailer and everything. I, uh, I was ready to watch it, but I was going to give it some time because they're releasing episodes weekly. Like they're not releasing all of them right away. Like I think Netflix does and all that stuff, like kind of the Disney plus effect or, you know, regular TV effect with new shows when they release episodes weekly and all that. So, you know, I was waiting for, you know, some of them to build up cause they're like, 20 minute episodes they're not they're not all that long so i wanted to wait for you know a couple of the episodes to build up and then i can do like a good little quick binge through it so that's what i did waited for it i went on to paramount plus we like had five episodes on there and freaking tell you man it is it's like you know i don't know the metaphor what is it like a hug from an old friend but i don't hug people like i don't hug people um <laughs> unless you're like super special to me i don't hug you hey I'm just weird like that I'm awkward, but um it's it's it was it was a welcome friend from the past or it was just like a blast from the past, whatever you know metaphor you want to use for it because it was it was so much just as soon as I started watching it from the iconic beginning with the car uh, guitar riff or something like that and you know you just go into it it's just it's just you remember all this stuff it's like just like you remember it being but of course it's new it looks a little sleeker and better and all that stuff but not too much of a change to like you out like they did with the powerpuff girls um <laughs> Unnecessary shot at the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> but um, not really a shot. Still, anyways. It, it was great. And I had an absolute blast of all of them. I think there was one that was like, eh, probably could have done without this one. But still laughed. It's the only part that was like a fire episode where abuse is talking to fire or whatnot. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's still funny, of course. But, you know, so that was probably the only time where I was like, eh, it's kind of ridiculous. But, you know, even though all of all this stuff is going on is really ridiculous. But every single one of them, except for that one, I was like laughing my behind off every like two seconds just laughing uncontrollably and there's even a moment i sent it to um my buds here on the throw me podcast network i sent a clip of it that, because with well, but if you haven't seen it they're like quick little cartoon episodes it's like two parts uh two different stories and then you know in between the stories they'll do like a music video like they'll play an old music video so like in the 90s they're doing like Soundgarden. and Nirvana and stuff like that. And any kind of music, not just rock music. And, you know, the the kids will, you know, react to it because nobody had to react to it. And they still do that now, but they kind of do it a little, not really. They kind of do something else. So they still do the music video stuff, but they also do, like, um, YouTube videos or TikTok videos or whatever that people have put up and they'll react to it. And those are funny as well. But the one that just freaking slayed me last night when I was watching it, and I sent it to. Uh, zach wonderful and my brother josh and <laughs> this morning i kid you not i watched this thing at least 10 to 15 times back to back to back because i was just laughing my ass off uncontrollably at it. so it's a uh, music video reaction to i think the group's name is bts i don't know anything about bts but it's just the I care. I'm not gonna tell you anything that happens. You just gotta check it and search it out. Uh, check, be some Butthead uh, BTS. Just look that up. Make sure you get like the longer version because there's like a clip that's kind of cut. But I just I could not stop laughing at it. And I just rewound it and watched it over and over and over again. I just had an absolute good time with that man because it's just it just felt. It felt good, man. You ever have, I guess, nostalgia, I guess, even though it's new stuff, it's just that, that feeling when it's something from your childhood that you're watching and it's something new and you, new and, you know, I know a lot of people are like, ah, oh, why are you messing with my property? I'm not like that. I'm like, cool, you're giving me something new? Cool, check it out. So, yeah, I had a great time with the five episodes I've seen so far. There's, I'm sure there's more to come. But, yeah, definitely worth a check out if you got Paramount Plus or just get Paramount Plus for it, man. It's so, it's good. Paramount Plus is pretty good, man, and Top Gun should be hitting Paramount Plus relatively soon. I think. So, yeah. Uh, give that the old checkout ski, But that's my review so far of Beavis and Butthead, the new series. Fantastic. Absolutely love it. It's just as good as the original. Check it out for sure. Beavis and Butthead. So good. All right, man. So let's go ahead and jump in to our news. As I teased earlier, I I think, a fair amount of news here. So, of course, going to start off in the Warner Brothers camp with DC news, as DC and horror is mandatory for each and every episode of the Review at Rob show. So going into DC news, DC, Warner Brothers Discovery may have found its Kevin Faggy, if you will. Uh, The reports are that Dan Lin is in talks with the company, to be the DC chief, who would be reporting to Warner Brothers Discovery CEO, David Zaslav, uh, Lynn would be, of course, uh, control over both film and television. Uh, now, if you don't know who Lynn is, he has been behind the Lego movies, the It films, uh, Godzilla, King of Monsters, all from Warner Brothers. And he's also been called one of the 30 most powerful film producers in Hollywood. So, that is interesting. Uh, There is a bit of a hurdle, apparently. He is uh, working with Disney on the upcoming live-action Lilo and Stitch, so that'll be something that has to get figured out. And, of course, this isn't concrete or announced by any means. It's just pure rumor at the moment. But, you know, this is something that we heard once uh, the Discovery merger with Warner Brothers happened, and, you know, things were getting canceled and moving around, and they said, oh, we've got this 10-year plan. We want somebody in charge like Disney did with the Marvel franchise where they put Kevin Foggy in charge. So, you know, we'll see where that goes. Like, I've, I haven't been one of those people where I was like, oh, man, they should do exactly what Marvel's doing. Because I don't want that. Disney, or Disney, <laughs> well, Disney is different. But DC and Marvel are such different properties and different feels and different vibes that I don't want it to be like Marvel at all. Um I don't want that to happen. It's one of the reasons why I love DC is DC's not like Marvel. <laughs> um, even though I do enjoy some Marvel stuff, check out, honestly, there's a Throw Me Podcast Network Patreon where uh, Zach and I are doing a Marvel show. So give that a little checkout ski. We're having fun with that. We're going through the uh, the phases of the Marvel. Um, but yeah, we'll see how this goes. You know, I, I'm I fine with the idea that they want to get a 10-year plan together and they want to build out and bridge out and put together... You know, this continuation story and all that stuff. That's fine. Um, like, I'm glad it's not affecting the solo stuff. We know the Joker 2 is happening. We did get confirmation. Mr. Wonderful talked about it on his show. Uh, the news broke after my show was released last week. But thankfully, that's why you got to listen to all the Throwing Podcast Network shows, man. Uh, Wonderful was able to get the news that the Batman is officially getting a sequel. It was uh, up in the air. That uh, there wasn't greenlit yet. But it would be absolutely stupid not to do a sequel to the Batman film. So that is in production. Um, And moving forward, they also gave Matt Reeves like a freaking deal over there. So uh, things are going to be happening on the Batman front for sure. But yeah, we'll see where this ends up going. Of course, I'll end up reporting it uh, when we get more news on this show, but uh, they're looking for their person and maybe they found them. Just have to see if Disney lets it be. Now, moving forward, one of the things that happened with, of course, you've probably heard about the Batgirl situation. We're not going to go over that too much. Uh, You know, the film got canceled. People were upset. uh, The movie was canceled for so-and-so reason. Yada, yada, yada. Apparently had some, like, film funeral for where they let uh, the people who created the film and, you know, executives and all that stuff watch the movie. And one of the reports that came out, actually, out of this is that The film, as we've heard, uh, was didn't you know, quote, doesn't feel cinematic and uh, it's very looks like a very expensive CW pilot. The tone is just very CW, lacking in depth, lighter and more comic book like, which is odd because Michael Keaton is in it. Um, which that was the worry. And that's if you remember when I saw the photo that was released, I was like, this looks like a CW thing, even there with Michael Keaton there. I'm like, this looks like. A CW show. This doesn't look like a theatrical movie. And that was kind of why uh, the Warner Brothers CEO you know, put the kibosh on it. He's like, we don't want the DC stuff, movie-wise, to look like a TV show. They want it to be big and theatrical. And just that was one of the reasons they canceled Batgirl. Um, now, as far as the directors for the Batgirl film, I can't pronounce her name. I suck at names. Like, all kinds of names. I just suck at them so with all due respect i'm not going to say their names because i don't want to butcher them but they are still open to returning and working with dc even after all of this that has gone down with batgirls uh with a quote of if god's will as they say we cross our fingers if they call us we are there so they're more than open to returning to dc so i think at this point a lot of people are probably still upset about the batgirl announcement Uh, if the directors are you know it and willing to work with DC then you know just let that be as it'll be now moving over to release dates for DC films uh, they are swapping around uh, the Aquaman film James Wan's Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom also known as fuck that movie is uh, moving to December 25th 2023 Christmas uh, it was supposed to release March 17th of 2023 but it is Moving due to more time needed in post-production, uh, which hopefully means we're cutting Amber Heard out of the movie. If you're not cutting her out of the movie, I don't care about the movie. Not gonna see it in theaters. I am not gonna care at all. With all these rumors that you keep putting out there, oh, there's this Batman in it. Oh, Ben Affleck's Batman in it. Oh, there might be more Batmans in it. Not watching the fucking movie if Amber Heard's in it. Sorry for the language. I'm just sick of her. Um, so. That has been moved to December 25th, 2023. So what happens with the March 17th, 2023 release date? Well, there you go. Shazam Fury of the Gods will be moving to that date. It was going to be releasing December 21st, but it is now heading to the old date that Aquaman was holding. and it, that's just, you know, to move it pretty much. Uh, they're moving it there. Now this also gives it the opportunity to get away from Avatar, which will be releasing around the same time, which will be taking up all the IMAX screens now with Shazam Fury of the Gods moving to March. That gives them the IMAX screen openings. So, yay. Um, I'm, I'm excited for Shazam too. That's a, That's a movie I will actually see. I'm interested in that one a lot. I like the first Shazam movie second movie does look good from all the clips I've seen. Plus, Rachel Zegler's in it. I'm into it. She's one of my favorite actresses. So, give me that movie already. With that, and just, you know, Warner Brothers news here. As far as release dates go, two titles that were originally expected to hit HBO Max will now be opening on the big screen exclusively. The um, LeBron James uh, Maverick Carter produced reboot of House Party. That's a thing. House Party's getting rebooted. Uh, that'll be opening on December 9th this year in theaters, and Lee Cronin's directed Evil Dead Rise will be opening on April 21st, 2023 in theaters, moving it away from HBO Max. Uh, good on him, man. Can't wait to see Evil Dead Rise in theaters. I'm not, I mean, House Party. I enjoyed the hell out of the original House Party. I don't know about this one. I haven't seen a thing about this movie. It's interesting. Um, This, course is delivering on Warner Brother Discovery. CEO's David Zaslav's promise to give movies a theatrical window. So, we saw Blue Beetle move to theaters. We saw Batgirl canceled altogether. Uh, and then now House Party and Evil Dead Rise is moving to theaters as well. So, I guess he's pretty much done that. And again, uh, Batgirl didn't look up to snop, I guess she'll be. Uh, let's see. Alright, talked about the Batman. Uh, other Warner Brothers news, and this will actually lead into our horror news. Uh, the next installment of The Conjuring Universe is set, and it will be The Nun 2. Uh, Michael Chavez will be taking over as director. He did the direction for The Curse of La Llorona, and La Llorona, whatever you want to call it, and <laughs> The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Uh, Warner Brothers has announced that the sequel will arrive in theaters on September 8th, 2023. Uh... And the Nun 2 plot synopsis, 1956, France. A priest is murdered and evil is spreading. The sequel to the worldwide smash hit, The Nun, following Sister Irene, as she once again comes face-to-face with the demonic force, Valak, the demon nun. I need to watch The Nun again, because I feel like that was one of the movies in the Conjuring universe. that's kind of low on my list. Um, That and the first Annabelle. Uh, So I need to check it out again. um, But I mean, mean, I'm into it. I love the Conjuring universe. I like what they're doing there. They're fun stories. Whether you believe them to be true stories or not, I don't care. They are fun stories that, you know, transition pretty dang good to the movie screens if you ask me. So can't wait to check that out. Into it. Bring it on. Let's see. uh, Moving forward. According to Justin Long, Kevin Smith is developing a Tusk sequel. Um, Quote, you'll be happy to hear Kevin Smith just announced I mean, I guess they're talking about it. They're doing TUS2, I think, long told, slash film this week. Long continued that quote. He texted us all the other day, Haley Joel Osment, uh, Genesis Rodriguez, and he told us that he wanted to do it, and I thought it was a joke. And then I realized he was being serious, and then one of the other interviewers said, yeah, he said the same to me. Um, TUS2, wow. <laughs> Uh, The first one is bonkers. I thought the next movie was supposed to be Moose Jaws. but I guess that's just... done with (laughs) know, I guess that one's going to be done. They're just going to go to Tusk 2. I mean, more power to him. It's Kevin Smith. I'm going to watch the freaking thing. I'm into Kevin Smith stuff, man. He's one of my favorite directors. I mean, if it's him or Rob Zombie, I'm in. I'm like, what are they doing? Okay, cool. I don't even have to know what they're doing. I'm like, oh, they got a new movie coming out? (laughs) Sign me up. (laughs) Going right in there and watching it. So... I, you know, bring on a Tusk 2. Why not? And Clerks 3 is coming this year. I still got to get my Fathom events ticket. I still got to get the freaking, um, the show that's coming here. Ah, man. The Q&A event. Got to do that for sure. I mean, it's Kevin Smith. I've loved Kevin Smith for as long as I can remember. So, can't wait to check that out. Um, Tus 2. Wow. Uh, why not again, why not? Let's see uh, Goosebumps and Netflix's Fear Street trilogy. those have both done a very well recently. The two Goosebumps films and then the Fear Street trilogy took over Netflix uh, and now there's more R. L. Stein on the way with R. L. Stein's Zombie Town next up, uh Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase. Will have entered the Zombie Town, a mystery teen romancer. Oh, are they the teens being romancing? No way, dude. Um this is based on R. L. Stein's book of the same name. The movie is expected in theaters and on Hulu next year, and Stein's kids' book, A Quiet Town, is upended when twelve year old Mike and his friend Karen watch a horror movie called Zombie Town and unexpectedly see the title characters leap off the screen and chase them through the theater is this fucking last action hero
1: dudes
0: last action hero by the way my favorite arnold schwarzenegger movie fight me i don't care that is my favorite arnold schwarzenegger movie i freaking love it and i think it's on hbo max i might watch it after recording this episode because that movie is a god dang ball of a time and i freaking loved it when i was a kid i watched it probably sometime last year still enjoy it i don't care fantastic movie I don't care. <laughs> you know, why am I talking about last night? Act- oh, yeah, because this kind of sounds like that. Uh, into it. I like R.L. Stein stuff. Again, I enjoyed the Goosebumps movies. Um, F- first one more than the second one. And then, of course, loved the uh, Fear Street trilogy, and there's talks of more Fear Street coming to Netflix, so bring it on. Now, love Dan Aykroyd. Going to be honest here, not the biggest Chevy Chase fan. Um, never really have been. So... Nah, it's a little bit of a damper there. But, I'll give it a watch either way. You know, because again, like R.L. Stein, like Dan Aykroyd, you know, why not give it a try and see You know how it turns out? You know, it could be good. It could be fine. It's going to be in theaters. It's going to be on Hulu. So, you know, there you go. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Moving forward. Friday the 13th news, man. Are we getting a new Friday the 13th film? Uh, according to... You know, people who are pretty good at uh, spotting things. Uh, the biography of Sean Cunningham. Sean S. Cunningham, who uh, was part of the uh, Friday the 13th. And then, you know, of course, the whole long legal battle situation and all that stuff. His bio on uh, his official cameo page kind of makes it seem like there's a new Friday the 13th film coming. So let me just read this to you and see what you think here. So the bio reads, as Sean S. Cunningham, director... Directed and produced the seminal horror film Friday the 13th, creating the iconic villain Jason Voorhees. The movie has spawned 12 installments with a 13th scheduled for next year. End quote. 13th scheduled for next year. Uh, Yeah, it sounds like they're doing a Friday the 13th movie. You know, so, uh, you know, recently there's been some kind of you know, agreement within the law. I think there's still some issues there, but apparently that lawsuit has reached some kind of agreement deal. You know, Zach, Zach has more information on that than I do. He's the Friday the 13th guy. Um, But cool. I mean, it's been way too long since we had Friday the 13th movie. I feel like I say that a lot. Anytime Jason Voorhees comes up and Freddy Krueger, and I always mix them, mix them together because, duh, Freddy versus Jason. Um, I mean, fine. Bring it on. Give us another Friday the 13th movie. It's been, again, way too freaking long since we had a Friday the 13th movie. You know, yeah, you know, it's just get it out there. Like, he's... Jason Voorhees one of the icons of horror, and it's just... I guess wrong, not having him out there. You know, we see Michael Myers still out there kicking ass. Uh, Chucky's still out there kicking ass. Both of them have something coming out this year. Uh, it's freaking, I'm not the biggest fan of it, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre has something come out this year. You know, we've got the God dang freaking Jeepers Creepers has a new movie coming out. We've got freaking Terrifier with a new movie coming out. Terrifier's not a horror icon. Um, <laughs> it's just so many, you know, horror things are happening. And it just seems like Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street are just like, eh, we don't need them, you know, which just seems so wrong because they're, again, icons of horror, you know, and, you know, I wasn't taking a shot at Terrifier there, I, I'm not as in love with it as everybody else is, I saw the movie once, I haven't gone back to watch it, um, the new movie just debuted as trailer. I haven't watched the trailer. Can't tell you anything there. I do know there's a lot of people that love Terrifier, which if you do, cool on you, man. That's your choice. Uh, but I don't I don't hold that movie to the same regard as a lot of people do. Uh, I'm not going to say, what is his name? Art? I'm not going to say Art is a horror icon by any means. Um, you know, we have our horror icons. Again, that's Michael, Jason, freaking Chucky, Leatherface, uh, Ghostface at this point is a horror icon. Uh, Candyman, Pinhead, all that stuff. You know, Terrifier's got some time to go before we start putting him in the horror icon realm. Um, so, yeah, Friday the 13th could have something new coming. I not even could have. I mean, 13th scheduled for next year. It's happening, people. (laughs) Let's see. uh, Over at Shudder, they have the 101 Scariest Horror Movie Moments of All Time set to premiere on September 7th. So pretty soon. uh, With, of course, new episodes streaming each week. Uh, Interviews for the Shudder miniseries include Tony Todd, speaking of Candyman, uh, Greg Nicotero, Keith David, Alex Ezzo, Ernest Dickerson, Bria Grant, a lot of names here. <laughs> A lot of names here. And uh, it's an eight-episode Shutter original series from the producers of Eli Ross History of Horror. Fantastic show. Uh, master filmmakers and genre experts celebrate and dissect the most terrifying moments of the greatest horror films ever made, exploring how these scenes were created and why they burned themselves into the brains of audiences around the world man i remember there used to be a show on i don't know what channel but there used to be the 100 um greatest moments in horror history or horror movie moments of all time and all that stuff always watch it every year you know it was a must watch every year around halloween time because it always comes out around halloween time of course and i love shutter shutter is probably my favorite streaming service of all the streaming services and and I just love that they keep doing stuff like this, man. I had a great time with Cursed Films. Obviously, 100% love In Search of Darkness. Like, that's just my thing. 80s horror movies, come on. Love it. Uh, so, yeah, I can't wait to check this out. I will say, fair warning, they are, of course, showing iconic scenes. So, if you haven't seen the movies, maybe don't watch it. Um, You know, that is, of course, up to you. Uh, so, you know, just throwing that out there. David DeSmallchin is going to be one of the people they talk to. That's awesome. Kay Seagal, freaking Fidi Alvarez, Mike Flanagan, Tom Savini. Dude, what a freaking good list of people together. Um, so yeah, man, definitely always a good time to watch around the Halloween time. We do have a spooktacular event coming up, so I'm sure I'll talk about this show more when uh, we get there for that. Uh, the whole Throw Me Podcast Network is doing a spooktacular event. Uh, this will, of course be long out before then, so uh, maybe go over some of their 101 on there. Who knows? I still got some time for that show happens, but yeah, man. Dude, get Shudder, by the way. If you don't have Shudder, like, get it. It's like freaking $7. If that, I don't even think it's $7. I think it's like $6 and some odd cents, but it's worth every penny that it is. Like, freaking so good, dude. Just straight up great horror. All the documentaries just talk about a creep show. Dude, they got a creep show show. Come on. Come on. All right, let's see. Uh, the Musters. We know that it will be hitting a digital and Blu-ray DVD on September 27th. But now we also know that it will be debuting on Netflix the same day. Uh, there was some wonder about that because they announced the releases. Like, they announced the physical releases. You're like, dude, why are we announcing that already? We don't know when it's coming out on Netflix. Well, now we know. Same day. Which makes sense. That's fine. You know, put it out the same day. You, think, you would think Netflix is like, hey, why don't you give us like a week? So, you know, we have people come here and watch the movie and then they'll go buy it later. But more power to him is Rob Zombie Flick, so I'm definitely checking it out. You know, a lot of people have been, you know, eh, back and forth on whether they're into this or not. I'll say it hasn't been met with the positive reviews that the uh, Wednesday trailer has been met with. But I think that's kind of like a Thing You know, like in the music world, people just hate Creed or Nickelback just because it's the cool thing to do. Um, It's kind of what they do now with Rob Zombie. It seems like they absolutely hate anything he does just because he had the um, ability to make his own Halloween film. Um, So we'll see how it goes. I'm sure it's going to be a good time. It looks like a good time. Uh, Musters will be hitting... Everything on September 27th, man. Netflix, digital, Blu-ray, DVD, all that good stuff, man. So go give that a check out for sure. All right, man. Just to finish the show up here, we've got some, uh, uh, you know, other bits of movie news that, you know, caught in my eye. I wanted to throw out here. So we've got the long-awaited Beverly Hills Cop sequel news. They're making another Beverly Hills Cop movie, man. Um, We know that Taylor Page and Joseph Gordon Levitt have joined Eddie Murphy in the upcoming Netflix film, which is newly titled Beverly Hills Cop, Axel Foley. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I'm going to watch it. (laughs) I mean, why not? Beverly Hills Cop was a good time. I think a lot of people don't like the third movie. I think I like the third movie. I don't know. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. I remember watching the third movie when I was a kid. I'm like, oh, this is fun. They're at a theme park. Yay. (laughs) Yeah, that was young me um I don't know I haven't seen it as old older me yet but it's probably still a good time right I don't know but those movies are fun you know it's just you know cop drama stuff but it's Eddie Murphy dude like I mean Eddie Murphy is just you can't hate Eddie Murphy I don't don't think you can hate Eddie Murphy even with you know that freaking Haunted Mansion movie that he was a part of you know eh, you know hey Somebody worked hard on that movie, so I'm not going to sit here and call it, you know, trash or horrible or anything like that. You know, just going to do what I do when it comes to Marvel movies. Yeah, it wasn't for me. You know, that wasn't my Haunted Mansion. But, I mean, love Eddie Murphy. Love his stand-up. Loved a lot of his movies. I uh, love his song. My girl wants to party all the time. Party all the time. Party all the time. Um, of course, Eddie probably sings better than me. I don't know. Pretty good singer. I don't care. But, uh, Eckwell Foley is returning. Echwell. Ackwell Foley. Uh it's returning. <laughs> For to Netflix, man. Netflix is getting some stuff going. You got freaking the Monsters next year. You got the Wednesday show coming this year. You've got the freaking Ackwell Foley movie coming next year. <laughs> Why not, man? Go ahead, Netflix. Keep those people coming. Uh let's see. Star Trek film has hit another snag. Uh as Matt was that Sheckman Matt Shackman is, is exiting as director. He was going to direct the next Star Trek film, but this is now uh, not happening. I believe he, the rumor is that Matt is going to be taking on the Fantastic Four. Speaking of Marvel. So uh, he's leaving the Star Trek film to go work on that. So, you know, now we have to wait for Star Trek film. And I know there's a certain director out there who said he wanted to make a Star Trek film. Uh, Quentin Tarantino. Make it happen. Alright, moving forward uh, into video game news here as we round out the show. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy news. Uh, for those who are getting the game on the PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5, you will be able to enjoy an exclusive quest. It was also confirmed that Hogwarts Legacy won't have any sort of out, outwardly tracked morality system. So, uh, the PlayStation Store is listing the action role-playing game to have an exclusive quest as one of the benefits of buying any version of the game on the PlayStation platforms, which is fantastic. Glad this wasn't just a PlayStation 5 thing. Look at you Gotham Knights. Um, also, Hogwarts Legacy will let players choose how they interact with characters in many conversations or give them the option to learn the dark arts. But there will be no formal tracked morality system brand players as evil or good depending on their actions. So, dude, I can't wait to play this game, man. I am so excited for this game. I was going to try to wait to play it uh, when I finally get a PS5 in, you know, the year 2050. But, you know, I I can't wait. I'm so excited more and more of this. Dude, I love the Wizarding World. Like, I don't care if people have a problem with me loving it or not. I don't give a flying hippogriff, okay? I love the Wizarding World. It has been something that's been a part of my life since, what, freaking middle school, right? Maybe even before that yeah middle school middle school seems right so like i can't tell you how excited i am for this game like i am so excited for it so i'm glad it's still gonna be on playstation 4 and i can't wait to play it man it's gonna be awesome now i'm transitioning to other video game news freaking uh, rabbit snapping uh, freaking uh, irks me every time i think about it because they did this crap to me with freaking arkham knight and now they're doing it to me again uh gotham knights We have a reveal of the villains for the game and a release date. So Gotham Knights will be releasing on October 21st. And the trailer did a spotlight on Gotham Knights Rogue Gallery, which will feature both Clayface and Harley Quinn, alongside Mr. Freeze, the Penguin, and of course, as we all expected from the stuff we've seen, the Court of Owls. And I won't get to play this game till freaking God knows when. Um, i may going to need another stimulus check. I'm going to need my tax money to hurry up and get here. Like, I'm going to need a PlayStation 5 to play the game. So I'm starting to GoFundMe. <laughs> GoFund, reveal Rob's, you know, desire to play Gotham Knights. Because he loves the Batman franchise and series and... Nothing makes him happier than those games, and, you know, he deserves it, because he's a good boy. You know, he yeah, yeah, he deserves it. Anyways. <laughs> it looks fun. They've showed some uh, clips of Harley Quinn and Nightwing's battle. I didn't watch too much of it, because, heh, <laughs> don't want spoilers. I mean, we're talking to a guy who hasn't been able to ride the Hagrid's ride since it's been open. Haven't looked at a single video of that since it's been out. Um, same thing with a Velocicoaster, which, you know... Mostly roller coasters, so you can see the stuff there. But there's some other parts to it that, you know, happened that I haven't seen. And I'm not going to see. Because why spoil stuff for yourself, is what I say. So, I'm going to have to wait on Gotham Knights just like I had to wait on freaking Arkham Knight. God dang it. But, you know, it happens, man. It happens. So, there you go, dude. All kinds of news, man. All kinds of news. Did a review, man. Came in here like, I don't know what to review. And then I was like, you know what? I did watch some things, so I'll talk about them really quickly. So you got some review, man. Be with some butthead, check it out on the Paramount Plus, get Paramount Plus anyways, because again, maybe the biggest film of the year, Top Gun Maverick, should be hitting Paramount Plus relatively soon. Um still go see it in theaters if you have the chance to see it in theaters because that movie was made for theaters. Check it out in theaters while you get the chance. Um remember to go to Amazon music.com slash haunters pod to get that amazon music unlimited for three months free uh check out the throwing podcast network wherever podcasts are available So the metal groove the mr wonderful show haunters podcast improper guidance and the review of the rob show And please like, subscribe to all of us on the Facebook, on the YouTubes, on the Instagrams, on the TikToks, all the good stuff, fun times, man. But appreciate you joining along with me as I talk the movies. I will be back with a brand new episode of Major League. (laughs) You know, next week is the plan there, you know. You know, we'll figure out Halloween Horror Nights week if I have a new show out. You know, probably more than likely will. You know, I mean, come on. Go check it out. Speaking of honors, uh Hunters podcast, check it out. They got a new episode. Up, but uh, speaking of Halloween Horror Nights, it starts this week. If you haven't been to Halloween Horror Nights, do yourself a favor and go. It is the premier Halloween event it is worth the time and money. It is fantastic. It's the thing I look forward to most every single year. Go give that a check out. Check out my hype list that I gave last year as far as houses and scare zones and all that good stuff. Check out Hunter's podcast. You're going to be doing the hype list thing as well. And just follow along with us as we uh, spookily swoosh. Is that a thing? I don't know. Ghostly swoosh? Yeah. Through um the spookiness that is the rest of this year until like November? Sure. Anyways, <laughs> appreciate you taking the time to listen to me ramble on. Um, God, I'm good at rambling, man. I was not expecting the show to go this long. Anyways, appreciate you for taking the time to listen to the show. Please like, um, subscribe, share with your friends. Help us grow. Help us get out there, man. Uh, we like to spread positivity and good times here on the Throne Podcast Network. Appreciate you all and remember that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one remembers to turn on the light. Talk to you next episode.